to EastEnders Weekly, your weekly podcast all about EastEnders. This week we'll be discussing episodes that aired between the 13th and the 17th of August. Now my head's all in a bit of a spin this week. <laughs> we've watched a lot of episodes of EastEnders. Oh, we've watched <laughs> We've gone so through much. time. <laughs> we have. We've, we've travelled forward and back. We're, we're kind of mixing up stories from the past into the present. And also we've been very busy because we've uh, recorded an interview with the Custard TV as well, which we talked about the Kate Oates we did, placement. Yes. So that was nice. So give that a listen. Just a quick plug to the Custard TV. Yeah. Uh, give that a listen. We're at the beginning we of the show. We want them to have their highest ratings because we appeared on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I'm not sure that would be the case, but it, it'd be <laughs> nice to think. Dream. Nice to think. But yeah, so yeah, we've gone from 1985 to 2017. Kicking and screaming into the future. And um, yeah, because obviously they're playing the classic episodes on Drama Channel at the moment. So we're catching up with all our old friends. Yes, yes. Which oh. we'll be talking about later. Because we need a few things to compare to, well, yes, to recent. It's things. funny having watched the older episodes. It, we can now, obviously, we've only watched two weeks worth, but having watched them, we've kind of yeah, it's there's easier to difference compare. with a few yeah, things. A few so, um, but another quick plug: if you haven't listened to it already, um, our August extra episode, uh, we listen to or we watch the first episode while we talk about it on the podcast. Mm, so it's like Google Box, but it is. But better. Audio box. <laughs> Audio box. Oh, look at that. Coin that term. <laughs> a new podcast for us. Write that down. <laughs> Quick. So we're going to start off this week's load of storylines. I mean, there's been a lot of sex this week. Well, it's all unfrequented love and people who love each other and then mm. don't and don't know what to do. So, yeah, we're starting with the real romance <laughs> of Max <laughs> and Rainey um, and their fake or not so fake marriage. Oh, they're, they're marriage. Sure. Yeah, their marriage. It's probably the most complicated non-marriage marriage I know. in the history of mankind. <laughs> and yeah, again, my um, love for Rainey is going up and down. It's up, up again this week, so I've quite enjoyed her. But I'm sure next week it'll be down again. Oh, I liked Rainey this week. So, I've liked um, Rainey the past few weeks. Yeah, so let's go through what she has been up to. So um, she is kind of bragging in front of Mel and Jack about their amazing sex life. Yes, R- Rainey is saying that her and Max are having the best sex life you can ever ever think about and it's undescribable how great it is <laughs> she like keeps saying like how boring jack must be in bed <laughs> with mel <laughs> i mean she senses that there's trouble between jack and uh mel mm. um and is kind of like all good ex heroin drug addicts <laughs> you kind of poke it with a stick and mm. kind of continue to stir it between them i bet max is um jack is really like meh what do you what jack and mel yeah I, d- I reckon Jack's a very much, uh, you know, one position, <laughs> one hit wonder, to be honest with you. I can't. I mean, that yeah. night of lust that they had a few months ago, which we were unfortunately. Oh, yeah. And then to... Mel woke up and she was like, really like, yeah, I got to go now. <laughs> don't <laughs> tell, really don't tell Hunter. <laughs> Leave. Oh, bless him. Poor Max. I mean, they're on and off this week, but um, we're focusing on Max and Rainey at the moment. So Rainey sort of put that in Mel's mind about yes. how great their sex life is but she sort of sees that Max has downloaded an app on his phone because he, he keeps forgetting his phone this week twice yes he's not very good I mean I mean I hate it when programs not just EastEnders but any program does it the story where they leave the house without their phone very rarely do I ever leave I the house without my phone especially it's, twice in the same week mm, it's, it's attached to me it's always in my pocket somewhere it's all for plot devices but the uh, app is called Wedded Secret <laughs> so it's for married people who want to uh, play well, away why is he just on a normal app <laughs> well why is he doing it at all The qu- is the question and the answer is of course because Max hasn't had it for a while <laughs> and a quick one two oh. in the bathroom isn't good enough for this Max. This is so disgusting. He needs week. the human contact All from another lady. All these things they keep talking about is really mm. gross. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm 
pumped up for months. I, I need to release yeah, yeah. it. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I was no. like, do I need to hear this? So gross. So there, there's this app which is for non-strings fun. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, But for married people. For married people. Or obviously in a rubbish marriage. Yeah. Someone like Mel. She should be on there. Max she? hasn't really thought past, as usual, his own uh, appendage and basically <laughs> just, like you say, wants to get one away just so he can feel like his old self again. So he can think straight. He actually uses that as well. He said, I need to think straight. Mm. So I need I need to get <laughs> I need to get out of me, <laughs> out of my system. Oh, that's disgusting. So Rainy sort of plays him at his own game and decides to download the app as well. Yes. And like she starts a profile, profile too. Because all the women on there are gross. So she thinks she's going to be top of the picking. Although she found one and she said she could turn for She could. So she tried to hook up Max with this one. <laughs> um, Max at first is a bit dismissive and is like, no, ra- no, Rainy. Stop <laughs> it, Rainy. Um, but eventually Max likes the idea, mm. um, especially when Rainy um, kind of helps him along with setting up the date by buying him. I mean, what is Rainy's idea of a perfect date? Because... Buying him a box of condoms and some red silk boxes, <laughs> to me, doesn't really shout out class. That's what she wants. <laughs> I mean, she um, suggested to him, maybe we should just do it. She's a professional at this. Or an ex-professional. Mm, so why not? Mm. And he nearly agrees to it. And then the date sort of says, agrees to his date. So he ditches her like last Well, minute. Max starts to doubt himself, doesn't he? Yeah. He starts to doubt his own, his <laughs> own amazingness. Really? Because, uh, well, you know, only Max thinks... Max has the highest opinion of Max. And uh, Max doesn't really understand why a woman would ever resist him. But this woman, the one that could turn rainy, had possibly resisted <laughs> Max's online charm mm. but no alas he started talking to her and then the next morning he's whistling oh he's i know i thought he'd already been on the date by the way he was so happy <laughs> no, in the morning they've been talking all night they've been chatting <laughs> they by message though not not real conversation <laughs> just chat here and a chat there yeah, he was very happy so rainy has a great big plan which was quite funny um to put loads of laxative in his coffee so he can't go on his date yes because she um Amy had the night before had a bit of an upset time mm. um, and so the light bulb lit in her head <laughs> and she thought oh hang on this, this could will st- stop him this will stop him because Rainy's starting to get a little bit jealous at first she kind of planted the idea of oh well you know I'll help you you know relieve yourself as just a kind of a way of <laughs> Do you stop saying that please <laughs> I've heard enough of it this week <laughs> but she was quite rightly pointed out that if someone should catch him seeing another woman or going out with another woman then this whole baby abby trademark deal mm. is going to fall through very quickly so uh, like they're not being that careful because billy sees max with a prostitute later so well, that's yes yeah, that's a bit, a bit later weird, on because rainy yeah. uh, rainy mistakenly mixes the two coffee cups mm. up um yeah we all knew that was coming but it was <laughs> it was so obvious like the way it was planning out yes and um she should have worn bright red lipstick because then she would have seen which drink she drunk from she wouldn't have got them mixed up then. Well, no, that's true. That's true. Well, well but the, she also put coffee in her uh, coffee. Of course, sugar. she put coffee. She put sugar in her coffee. Mm. So again, is that not something she should have uh, spotted when just... she was drinking the, her own coffee? Maybe um, her taste buds are a bit um broken. Maybe from her past. Well, yeah, from the, yes. Her dangerous, her dangerous past, past. Um, things. But Max even points it out. He says, um, you know, yeah, afterwards, later he yeah. says, uh, oh, next time, don't put coffee in my sh- uh, uh, sugar in my coffee. If he told her like five minutes earlier. Well, he wasn't to know her She ruse. guzzled hers down, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Max certainly would like her to. <laughs> so um, <laughs> she ends up with a bad tummy 
And they're at a bog roll as well, which I noticed. Well, she kept eyeing up. When they're, <laughs> when they're in the office, she went out to buy the two coffees and toilet paper because they'd bog run roll. out. Bog roll. Sorry, bog roll. Jack We're in London. <laughs> Jack. Talk more Jack. That made um, me feel sick as well. Like, just Jack saying, we're out of bog roll. It's, yeah, but it wasn't for Jack. It was yeah, I know, but it's just disgusting. Well, Jack's disgusting. <laughs> all, all the dialogue this week has made me feel sick. Well, it's been very toilet humour in one way or another. Not even humour, just... Jack, mm. It's been very much toilet talk. Yeah. So Rainy's getting sweats in the car lot, <laughs> and she's becoming more and more ill. Yes, and she uh, she she's... like slowly turns into like a frail old woman. <laughs> well, she walks thing. out as if she's like um like a cowboy that's like come off the saddle <laughs> after like a day's riding. Yeah. <laughs> she had her legs apart, and she was doing she was clutching onto her behind and kind of like ooh, mm. ooh, running running out the uh, porter cabin. <laughs> so that sees her off for the rest of the day, and um, Max has like a moment of almost clarity human yeah being. human humanness um where he decides not to go on the date and he should stay home because it might it might not look, look right because the wife's ill at home but i think that i think this was the first step of max realizing that perhaps he's got a good thing with rainy and mm. he shouldn't he shouldn't well i mean i wouldn't trust her i mean max was uh, well, well i won't trust max either so well, I, I, both hope she, I hope she does do him over. yeah they're as bad as one <laughs> another but max the whole week well the first part of the week was adamant that he was going on this date with this this married woman who mm. he just wanted to basically have his end with and he <laughs> and he changed his mind and it takes to be fair for max he is <laughs> his moral compass sometimes it gets the better of him because he does have sometimes yes i think his overpowering being is always to be heading toward the sex but sometimes <laughs> i think he sees he does have this clarity sometimes mm. his head is cleared they should just do a storyline with him where he's a sex addict well, I'm surprised they haven't done that yet, to be honest with you, because it's, it's, it's a bit of a button. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of Although a buzz. Jack as well could be a sex addict. Or Stacey. Well, no, because <laughs> there's a whole group. I don't think. I know, and I Sharon, think... after this week, but after those faces she's been pulling. Well, Stacey's not a sex addict. No. Stacey just gets bored quickly. <laughs> and Jack, Jack, all Jack is concerned about is his family. Blonde, blonde women. <laughs> blonde yeah. Mitchells. Blonde Mitchells. Yeah. He killed them off one by one. But that's all he cares about. So he stays at home, much to Rainey's delight, because she gets quite upset before he is just about to walk out the door. Mm-hmm. And she cries, and then he comes back, and she quickly wipes away the tear, and she's much happier. <laughs> yeah. But she messes it up the next day. Well, then the next day when he Jack forgets his phone again, Max forgets the phone, goes to leave to go to the car lot. She quickly gets runs to her bag to take out the the incriminating bottle of <laughs> laxative. It doesn't have to be incriminating though. She could have just said, "Oh, I had a yeah, I had a bad tummy." Tummy, or, so I bought that. Or she could have used the Amy excuse. She could have said, "Oh, you know, because Amy was not very well, I felt a bit." bunged up yeah and um, she could have easily lied away how manipulative she is she could have easily lied through that but she didn't she told him maybe she's being honest yeah but that's it this is how her relationship truthful to Matt. their their relationship built on lies is now becoming more this bridge of honesty (laughs) and it leads us to a drunk max which we haven't seen in a while well he goes allowed in the vic apparently has he been in no, the Vic? No, he's never been barred from the Vic. Really? Well, even since the, all that stuff he did, they didn't bar him. I mean, Mick and Linda, all the carters were suspiciously oh, yeah, they missing. Weren't there, were they? The whole episode. But we haven't seen Mick week. and um, we haven't seen Max in the Vic in quite a while. Yeah, I don't so. think he's been barred from there though. <sighs> I don't think he's gone that quite. I think he should have been. Hey, Haley's been barred. Haley is barred, <laughs> and she still walked into the Vic this week. That's true. Yeah. Well. Once Mick and Linda are away, it all goes <laughs> to ride. They've already had it? a holiday. They had a holiday last week, and they go no. off again. Although it's quite nice having a little break from Stuart. We said this last week. I think it's... I think a break <sighs> from the Carters was very welcomed mm, by a lot of people. It was. If you read on Twitter. So um, Max is getting drunk 
in um the Vic and an old face well not an old face a new face appears of Jessica's back Reappears. in a red dress. Yeah, it's nice to see Jessica again. Now why do you think she's back? Has Rainy put her up to it? Which Rainy must to, have like, spoken convince... to her. I don't think it was to convince Max. Do not? No, okay. I don't think I I genuinely think that there's no I don't think Rainy is doing this for the gain of trying to manipulate Max anymore. I genuinely think that she fallen has for fallen him. for Max. Oh, God. I, Silly girl. But I think Rainy liked Max even like when he was still with Tanya. Tanya. I think in the early days that Rainy still had a bit of a thing for Max even then. Mm. But only time will tell. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, Jessica's sort of, sort of talking to him and saying how he's he'd be lucky to have her. She's packing her bags and stuff. And mm. and she'll stick by you through thick and thin. Yeah. If you want a f- true friend, she's the one. If she, she won't just like you because she's friendly or polite or anything like that. She, she'll only be your friend if she wants to be your friend. Mm. I mean, Jessica was doing this and it all seemed quite like a nice thing but she still demanded to be paid for her time yes. <laughs> with max which makes me wonder did rainy put her up to this and pay her to do and then she went to talk to max and got a bit more money out of it i just think jessica's very easily able to you know turn men manipulate to, men, yeah, yeah turn yeah. to mold to it's her job isn't it yeah. and we saw billy looking over yes billy had no business to put his nose into it because mm. billy automatically must think that max has slept with jessica even though last week the same situation happened with Billy. Same situation happened to Billy. Billy had to quickly explain himself to mm. Rainy. So surely, <laughs> I was really <laughs> I angry jumped about to that. Conclusion. I know. It's like, why did Billy do that? That was really uh, ridiculous. Mm. So um, we then round off the week with Max. I'm assuming he's still drunk. At, he's still drunk at this point. He is still so drunk when Jack comes in and has a go at him. Oh yeah, because Jack. Jack just thinks that if he snaps his fingers, the world must <laughs> obey. I know. He's been going on all week about how the kids come first. Kids, kids, kids. Yeah, and he yeah. Goes into the vic and he's like, "Do you get my text about babysitting?" <laughs> yeah, I know. The kids are coming second now. So <laughs> if Max hasn't replied, maybe Max isn't babysitting. Hmm, Jack. Well, Max isn't interested. Jack. Jack's another one of those that is only if it benefits him will he care. <laughs> Mm. Otherwise, he'll just shout at you loudly or sarcastically kind of dismiss you and then walk off. Anyway, we we always have feelings about Jack. I this know. is about Max I mean, Rainy, and Rainy. Yeah, Rainy said something this week about um, the Brenning brothers and how she doesn't know they're both idiots and mm. don't. And it's like Jim. Jim's got a lot to explaining to do here. He really has. Not the best father, old Jim. Good grandfather, bad father. But he got better when he was with Dot. Dot. <laughs> Dot makes people better people. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to imagine Jim being horrible. I know. Isn't it? I he was know. so like lovely. Because even when he joined the soap, he was never particularly no. malicious. Or everyone, like, all the sons and daughters hated him. Mm. It's like, can't imagine. Well, especially Max. He was apparently he gave Max the hardest mm. time. And Carol didn't like him. Yeah. I wonder how Carol's um trip around Italy. Oh going. yeah, <laughs> in a, on a motorcycle. She ran out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, she bought some money with her. Yeah. Her coin purse. The actress said um, recently she has no plans to go back. Um, Just well, uh, know. I can't say I'll be too fussed with Carol. Yeah. Uh, it's funny how many actors came out of the woodwork when the Katie Oates uh, story mm. came out. I'm free. Yeah, 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 yeah. The <laughs> ones that were like, oh, you know, I'm a jobbing actor. Maybe she said she won't come back so she can get a bit more money to come back. Mm. The guy who plays Pete Bill said, I mean, even though he's dead, dead. oh yeah, <laughs> he said on TV this week that um, he'd be happy to <laughs> make a return as Pete Bill. I mean, he was killed off screen, so... Well, I've got quite... Yeah. The Bills have all been killed off screen. <laughs> so they can all come back. It's really weird. However, another... Well, another... Cindy Bill was killed off screen. Kathy Bill. Peter Bill. Cindy went to... Mark was dead well, off screen. 
Mark is in a bill. He's a fowler. Yeah, but the fowlers and bills are like intertwined. <laughs> They're one. But it's just really weird how they're all killed off screen. But that's another topic. Anyway, we've got to get down to the the um the climax yes. of the, the um storyline. <laughs> Pun intended. Of Max and Rainey in the car lot. She's gone out on like in this sports car with this hunky man and she's got like a <laughs> thing over her. Oh yeah, nineteen fifty sexy. Coat. Yeah, like a Cadillac. And Max coat. is getting jealous again. <laughs> what are you talking about my wife? <laughs> he says to Billy when Billy encount- uh, encounters oh, yeah. him about the whole Billy. meeting of Jessica, but that's neither here nor there no. really. And um they end up kissing. Rainey says no. Mm. I thought, oh, so now she feels like she's got the power, but then she just locks the door and then um, away they go. Well, the desk got cleared. I know, that's so over the top. Mm. They always throw stuff. Normally it's in Jack's living room. His living room gets thrown about everywhere. But um, yeah, he broke all all that paperwork and invoices. It's a passion, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, no wonder they can't get the prices right for the cars. (laughs) All the prices flying off everywhere and pots of plants going everywhere. So, um, Max and Rainey, are they now together? Well, see, or is that just a one mm, <laughs> release? I mean, <laughs> as they put it, that's God. what they said. The euthanisms we've used in this, this piece. That's what she said. She said, he said it was a release for you, I could tell. And she said, no, you've been bottling it up for months. <laughs> God. And he went pop. Yes. I mean, I wonder, without sounding too crude, I wonder how long it Not long. lasted. It must there was like one, one short scene it? in between, yeah. I think, wasn't there? Yeah. Like Sharon walking across the road. And then he was <laughs> Sneezing. He was finished. <laughs> I mean, she did She she did say that it's Baby Abby that matters in this whole situation. Baby Abby. Baby Abby. TM. TM. And Max, I do, I, I think it's a, almost a foregone conclusion that next week or the following week, Max and Rainey will then continue there. It, it was a mistake. I didn't mean yeah. to do it. I didn't want to do it. You made me. You, you put laxatives in my coffee. And there'll be all kinds of rightness mm. again. So, yeah, so I don't think it will last very long. That's been a fun high week for me for Rainy. So next week must be, she'll do something to annoy me next Hello. week. Because that's mm. what happens. So a few little comments on Twitter. We've got Maria says, let's hope Max doesn't get cold feet now he's had his wicked way with Rainy. She'll be devastated. Mm. Well, Ronnie Mitchell, RIP. <laughs> she says, are Max and Rainy genuinely in love or not? But that's the funny thing, isn't it? Mm. Is is it lust or is it kind of, is it still in Max's head that this is an arrangement? And I think it it's work? more rainy than Max at the moment. It's though. more rainy than Max. So is Max kind of doing it knowing that this would make Rainy more submissive to? Mm. Yeah, we'll see. He will. Hez, <laughs> Hez, Hez. Was his Twitter? Yeah. Well, Hez. At Hez. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, it's at Hez underscore CFC six seven. <laughs> So <laughs> that's that's one of those username. you put your name in and it yeah. suggested a username for you they were so random to begin with but i love max and rainy their banter is just brilliant and then <laughs> x says i'm actually rooting for max and rainy now you can see they've gradually fallen for each other so there's a few people in support of max and rainy's i'd rather they work together than apart because it was getting so boring that they kept finding reasons for why they were they you know Whoa, it's all it's an arrangement it's all about the money blah. that was getting a bit boring i'd mm. rather that they actually It'd be interesting actually if they do go with this and they make it an actual proper relationship between them. Don't know that wouldn't be a bit toxic. I'm still. Yeah, but that's why it'd be good. I'm still rooting for Rainy to double cross him right at the end. Mm. (laughs) Christmas. I just want Max to be sad. Well, no one wants it. (laughs) I don't think even if he's with Rainy, Max will never be happy. Max is just not a happy person. (laughs) So next on the agenda is a really weird storyline this week, which we can't quite get our heads around. Well, it confused us because we thought we had. the uh, Ted storyline yeah. where he's um, getting messages, getting from, messages the... <laughs> from beyond the grave. Yeah. From a woman who didn't know she was dying. 
that's the first thing. So we, you and I, we discussed it, didn't we? We were like, well, if she, okay, she couldn't, she didn't know she was going to no, die. She died in her sleep randomly. Mm. She left a note for Ted to say dinner's in the oven. So she didn't know she was dying. Well, no, of course, yeah, exactly. I mean, did she, but then, this is it. So then you and I surmised, or perhaps then Bernie and Patrick, because mm. they, yeah, because they're doing some suspicious, like, faces at each other. Because well, Bernie said, went to Patrick, didn't she? Well, Ted, yeah, Ted's depressed in his flat and Bernie notices that he's not really done much. And so Bernie visits Patrick at the allotment and says, it's time. Yeah. So you would think... That, that made us think, oh, did Patrick put the bottle in the dirt and then say, oh, come to the allotment and dig <laughs> at this spot? <laughs> With some new broccoli. Which, in a way, it was really horrible and creepy, like, writing and pretending to write a note from, like, your friend's dead wife. Yeah. But then he'd recognise the handwriting. Well, this is another thing we couldn't quite work out. Was the handwriting, surely having lived with Joyce all this time, <laughs> yeah. he would recognise if someone's just written mm. a note in a bottle for him. But um, the more and more this went on, there was more and more notes. <laughs> there was like a note in his suit that was at the dry cleaner. Well, it was a treasure hunt. So the first note... Oh, you actually got them written down? Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, the first note read, you must play this their song before he gets sad for too long. So they and also the clues start off quite short and snappy and punchy, <laughs> um, but then they get ridiculous and a bit more convoluted as well, time Joyce goes on. Joyce is obviously running out of um, ideas. Yes. The end. So, so yeah, they played a record that was played at her funeral. That was the yes, which <laughs> that information could have been sourced from Bernie or Patrick, I guess. They well, would have known about the song. Well, they all, of course, they yeah. would because they were at the so funeral. That, and that's he, fine. And he made a speech at the funeral mm. where he raised a glass to Joyce saying, oh, this is a song we used to listen to when we were younger. Yeah. It was on the jukebox. And so the at the bar. moment, our theory of them doing it kind of works still. So, so we the c- next note. So, yeah, then we carried on to the next one where he sees on the back of a, uh, like a business card in the record, where your best brown, not your blue, and you will find another clue. <laughs> now, at this point, we learned that Joyce loved parlor games. <laughs> And that she liked a good time. Now, there was never <laughs> any indication ever when Joyce was on the square that Joyce liked parlour games. There was no ever indication that Joyce was even on the square. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Other than as when she died, when people were saying, oh, I remember Joyce. She used to, she used to turn up my trousers for me. Or she used to sew in a badge on she my shirt. She prepaid all these magazines for you, Ted. Yeah, yeah, here you go, Ted. What? These are for you. You might as well have them. You paid, uh, Joyce paid for them. So um, the second clue, there was like, it was like a handkerchief. There was like a note written on a handkerchief in a suit. Well, he couldn't Ted's. find his brown suit. He looked everywhere. Exactly. He made quite and a mess, and he went and then stormed <laughs> out the bedroom. But that was in the laundrette. So again, Bernadette, which Bernie knew. Yeah. So Bernadette could have planted that with Patrick. So that's the second clue they could have done. Yes. But it's still really weird. So Ted's still resilient about whether he wants to carry on playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this game. Let her rest in peace. Let, let us all rest in peace. So the third clue, which is written on the handkerchief, said uh, to lead to your fate take Joni on a date. <laughs> so we now know that, you know. Mm. I mean, we mentioned this a few weeks ago when Ted was last on it because Joni like appeared randomly in one episode, didn't she? Mm. Just to say like goodbye or whatever. And we said it's really weird. We forgot about her and mm. she actually bothered to come back. We were also surprised to see Joni back because she's been moonlighting on another soap. I know. So she's we were, been in Corrie. She has. So we were a bit surprised to see her, to be honest <laughs> with you. I was, I was surprised there was a conflict of interest. Uh-huh. In that situation. Busy woman. So, yeah, so uh, Ted's still resisting, wanting to meet Joni. But um, again, Bernie and Patrick are pushing it. They're encouraging him to carry on, making you think that this is their little game to somehow there's going to be this ultimate goal. Perhaps he's going to have a brown envelope of money and Patrick's be like, yo, man, I found the money, the <laughs> money that I gave you originally. Hmm. But uh, no, nothing that interesting. No. So but Ted's quite... miserable Ted. Miserable Ted with miserable Joni. They could have had a nice conversation, but Ted well, just decided... Well, they hate each other. Probably, well, Ted yeah. decided to tell him... <laughs> 
tell her that he was only nice to her because of Joyce. He, Joni hit back, though, with a bit of sass and said, well, you're always a milestone around Joyce's neck. So I always thought you were a bit of a prat, too. Mm. The only good thing was him was his marrows. We, yes, she, apparently she had good marrows. <laughs> and we also learned that Ted was a TV repairman. Ooh. So we all thought that he was in, you know, went fought for the country, then got shell-shocked and came back and has never worked, has always lived in the flats mm. looking over the square. But make a living. Well, yes, I, mean, I suppose they, they do. But anyway, but, so... Um, so, yeah, Joni had, like, an envelope from Joyce. And well, she then says it's from... Jo- Joyce asked yeah. me to read this to you. So now we're thinking, well, then Bernie... So was did Joyce give Bernie and Patrick the initial clue to give to him? Maybe. Because when when jo- when Joyce... Why has Joyce done all this? It's well, so weird. But also, why? how did Joyce know that she, her, her... I don't know. Was it just in case... Did she have, like, a feeling? I might die. I feel a bit iffy today. I mean, I mean, she was always there. Yeah, I've got a bit of, <laughs> I've got a bit of a sniffle. I just oh, need to give you this clue just to... If you ever feel down. But then also, why didn't they not start this whole charade um, at, like after her death? Because they all knew Ted was feeling a bit I know. bad. It's time. It, well, yeah, it's time. Let's set off Maybe the firework. It's summer and we need a storyline. It's <laughs> time. <laughs> Maybe that's what the writers did in the writers' room. It's like it's time for the <laughs> Ted storyline. It's time. So, um, Joni um, does repeat that Joyce loves a good party game, <laughs> so, uh, which which Ted reacted to, like rolled his eyes and smiled. So again, a Joyce we never saw. Mm. I'd love to see Joyce play a bit I of know. like Connect Four or charades pick up sticks but she didn't make it to christmas did she so. <laughs> we never yeah we never got to see her at christmas either sad times so the the, the last clue that we're that we're we, we've ended the week on which this means is the last one as well joyce it says it's the last but patrick patrick did say not another clue <laughs> which we all felt at this point mm. we patrick spoke for all of us yeah we've reached the end you know what you've got to do don't be scared. She gave up rhyming at this point. <laughs> she, she, she didn't know what to do. Too tricky. It was too much. So, yeah. So, Ted screwed up the puzzle, uh, the, the clue, and an envelope with his name on, put it in his pocket, and stormed out the pub. Mm-hmm. And that is that for now. So, exciting. <laughs> I tell you what, I was on tender hooks the whole time. <laughs> so, we, I, I assume we see the outcome of these clues next week. I hope we don't have to wait too many weeks for it. <laughs> Can you imagine if they make you wait a whole make you wait a whole <laughs> week for the next? But yeah, what are Minx Joyce's? Well, and also hopefully it might explain how Joyce knew this was going to be happening. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know, but and I suppose it's a bit preemptive. But I'm suspecting it's going to be something to do because also he spoke to Alan this week. He spoke to his son mm, for the first in time in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So I'm presuming it's going to be something because the first clue led to him to speak to Alan. Not through the clue, just through his own mm. judgment. Um, so I'm presuming it's going to be something to do with him going away to see Alan. So, it, so Ted's going to be <laughs> gone for another <laughs> month or so. If he goes to Australia, he probably just won't come back. I doubt. No, because the actor's still on contract with them. He's still with yeah. them. Well, so is Dot. Where, where is Dot? Answers on a postcard, kid. Yeah. Maybe she helped write the clues. <laughs> so he's got a few comments on Twitter. So we've got Helen, who said, oh, here we go. Did Ted's wife, and us for that matter, even though she was going to die? <laughs> no. And Nikki says, Co- so confused with these notes with Ted. Like, how can they actually be from Joyce? Which is a question we all ask. And we also have like another little topic, which is what we were talking about earlier in the show, because someone was talking to us online, who was King of Wing. Because um, we were talking about how we've been watching old episodes of EastEnders. Yes. And like all the original characters were like, they're all, you know, there's there's a range of ages in the characters and there's older characters. Mm. 
But the difference is <laughs> the older characters back then are written really well. They have loads of life in them. Yeah. Like proper characters. And um, also this um, guy said, it's funny how Patrick is written so poorly. Because there's the guy in the original who's called Tony Carpenter, who's a black man similar to Patrick. And he's written so much better and more realistic mm. than Patrick. And this was in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, I, t- I suppose Tony Carpenter was born in London mm. while Patrick was born in Trinidad. So I suppose there's always going to be that kind of ethnic mm. difference. But there's such um, a difference, like watching like Lou Bill and Ethel and... Well, no, I agree with you on things that. Things like that. They were so fun and you actually enjoyed watching them. Mm. And then we sit in here with Ted Joyce. <laughs> and, and Bernie, like, who's an honourable uh, older lady. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Masood's aunt and uncle, who were brought in, but they've just mm. not done anything. We, we, we said that they had a real knack also of using the older characters to kind of recap and comment mm. almost as if like, like sitting over are. a cup of coffee like mm. talking about all the, what's going on on the square aren't they and they're gossiping and yeah ethel's saying, reading their tea leaves yeah and they're talking about i miss i must admit there's a lot of times when they're kind of retrospectively looking in the past but um yeah they talk about what's actually happening on the square mm. and like it'd be, it'd be good if you had like i don't know dot and Ashad having a cup of talk, like talking about mm. without what Max and Rainy are up to or something. Yeah, because yeah. whenever there's, whenever there's Dot or whenever there's an older character and there's an actual scene where it's been written with the older character in mind, it's always a really depressing scene. Yeah, it's, always it's always something always they're sad, sad about. Or they're sad about being old mm. or they're lonely. Yeah. While yeah. It, in the in the episodes we've been watching on the classic EastEnders on UK TV drama, in case you guys want to listen, uh, watch it, uh, they. They're talking really more with much more optimism and much more excitement, mm. and like they, like and they're funny, mm. and they've got loads of life. And they're not just old people. They're going got out loads to bingo. Yeah. And they've won. They've won the bingo. And they they've go won. to the Vic and get drunk, yeah. and they gossip, and yeah, it's so much more fun. And Ethel's amazing. Like uh, we've we've got a new love for I Ethel. Know. Ethel's just fantastic. I can't wait to watch her um, special episode where she dies. <laughs> oh, that's ages away. Though. I know, but. That's when Dot, Dot, um, that's the euthanasia mm. plot, when Dot loses her mind and pushes over a shelf yeah. in, a, in a shop. But, um, so yeah, I, I quite, you know, all we these old, elder characters, you do need them in the yeah. show. Don't make them background characters, make mm. them involved, make them part of the show. And not all to be depressed. No, of course they're like not. Just because they're old. and sad. Yeah, yeah. just because they're old doesn't mean they're going to be that way. A lot mm. of, I know a lot of elderly people who live near us and they're really lively and friendly <laughs> make them make them a rounded character mm. so yeah it's just quite an interesting thing mm. like seeing 30 years apart but um how they're much more fresher and mm. much more character to them so we thought that was an interesting point so talking of old characters <laughs> i think it's time we delve into the past of another one going back to yeah. this time for i'm doing this now this now so it's time again it's time to jump back into the soap's past choose a character and learn what the actor or actress is up to on this week's i'm doing this now now on this episode we look at an actor who might be better known for being on hollyoaks (laughs) but it might surprise you that he also did two short stints on the square yes some of you may have guessed it's danny pennant who was played by Gary Lucy from September 27th, 2012 until the 14th of February, 2014. 
My goodness. So Danny first came into the soap when he had a meal with his city banker colleagues at the Argy Bargy. Oh, God. I know. the Indian. I wish they'd do something with that building, the Argy Bargy. It's so decrepit. It's just got graffiti on it. It's always got a to let sign on the top of it. You think Jagger would um, break in and set up shop? <laughs> Who says he has? Well, shut up. <laughs> set up his drug ring. <laughs> at the time, it was run by Saeed and the Ahmed family. After having a conversation with Saeed, they both decide to invest money, which Saeed had borrowed from Zainab, his mother. This agreement makes the pair very close. And outside of R&Rs, hey, R&Rs. <laughs> after Danny chases Saeed, they get closer. Saeed tries to resist and insists this is bad. But Danny retorts with, but it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> and they kiss. I watched the scene. It's really like. Uh, Is Christian could, with Saeed at this point? Uh, it's a few weeks before they actually get married. Oh, God. Mm. Saeed. I know. He's so, he, it's because, see, Saeed just came out. He needed to play the field a little Gary bit. Gary Lucy was on the square. Gary Lucy was on the square. Didn't have much well, time. Just go on. <laughs> So Saeed's father Masood catches them and a few nights later when Saeed ducks out of his and Christian's stag party to meet Danny, Masood confronts the pair and questions why Saeed would hurt Christian if he truly loved him. I mean, there's also questions in that, you know, there's questions in that scene by Masood whether he's actually gay as well. He's like, well, you know, if you're cheating on Christian, then are you actually gay? It's a really interesting scene. <laughs> mm. So Masood hadn't quite accepted it just still yet. Oh, right. Back when Masood was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't opening the, the opening of Bloomin' Wolford East, which has taken, what, five months. months? However, the marriage goes ahead, and after the ceremony, Danny continued to message Saeed, insisting he owned him more money for the investment which had fallen through. Christian sees the messages and meets with Danny under the guise of Saeed. Danny lies to Christian and tells him that he had slept with Saeed. After a violent fight, Danny left, only to return a few months later in June 2013 to intend the opening of Ian Bill's new restaurant. Oh, so he was opening a new restaurant in 2013. Do you know about him to um, Wolf East? Is he <laughs> one of the celebrities that have been invited? Celebrities, what was it? Celebrities and a footballer. And a rapper. And a ra <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Still with the mischievous charm... And enticing persona, Ian hoped that Danny would invest in his new venture, but Danny refused to help out of spite after Lauren Branning spilled a drink on him. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds really <laughs> random. Now, one of the people who did invest <laughs> in, it's true, one of the people who did invest in Ian's new restaurant was Janine at the time. Ooh. Now, an, an interesting tidbit, which is going off Danny a little bit, but I thought this was too interesting to not include. Ian was originally going to call the restaurant Ian Bill. At symbol, Le Square. <laughs> Le Square. <laughs> so posh. But, but Janine changed it to Scarlet after her daughter, which she had with Michael Moon, mm. who she later married. Um, I'm doing this now. Should be, I'm doing this now. Ian's Argy Bargy. Well, Ian's restaurants, <laughs> shouldn't it? it should be. <laughs> no, the, I don't think it's the Argy Bargy. Oh, right. This, is, the, this um, is what's now, oh, well, right. became Bill's. And yeah. is now Wolford East. Was Scarlet's? Oh, Scarlet's, <laughs> you're quite, yes. But first of all, called Scarlet's. Scarlet sounds like a strip club. It, well, it's as I said, it's his, it's her daughter, it's Janine's daughter that she had. Yeah, but sounds like a strip. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jessica could open a yeah, yeah. Jessica and Janine, their best friends. Jessica's best friends with Rainy, I think you'd find. No, no, but they could be friends. Well, if Janine Janie, came back, yeah. if the dream came alive, yeah, she could open up a strip club in Walford. Rainy can. Manage. I'd like that actually. Rainy can manage it. And Jessica can work there. Not a strip job, not like a really, like a classy, like something Mel and Sharon would open. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like that, actually, yeah. if they opened something like that in the soap. Yeah. 
<laughs> While starting a new career as an estate agent, Danny starts a rivalry with Lucy Bill, constantly trying to outsell one another. Lucy discovers Danny is homeless, but they're all fired by Janine after she wants to free some money to buy the Vic. Do you know who bought the Vic, though, in the end? When was this? 2013. Mm, Ronnie and Rock? No. No. Wait. Um, <laughs> I can't see. More obvious than you think. Oh, the Carters. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. The Carters. This is when the Carters were introduced. They handed over money. Cash yeah. in hand. Cash in hand. Danny becomes involved with Lucy, but also starts flirting with Johnny Carter and stalks him <laughs> on internet di- dating sites under the pseudonym Wolford Wanderer. I can't remember this. Oh, I can. Oh. That's not that it matters. Must have blocked from my mind. <laughs> it probably was because it, you can tell you can tell when the storylines if someone's slowly getting eked out when they start <laughs> doing a oh, having an affair storyline. Mm. Lucy and Danny decide to start their own estate agent, see, and buy a flat together. And unable to keep it to himself, Johnny tells Lucy, leaving her heartbroken, she throws the money that Danny had given her out of the window. Danny rushes outside to collect as much money as he can from the street and leaves Lucy alone after she threatens to report him to the police for embezzlement. Danny leaves for Marbella to live for the rest of his life <laughs> just before Lucy's death so he's not seen as part of the investigation. I was going to say, it's funny he wasn't a um, suspect. suspect. No, he left just before she was... Uh, yeah. They, you would have thought they would have used him as a bit of a red herring, though. It's like an easy plot device, that, as a red herring. True, but... Yes, there was lots of people in there the There was lots of red herrings, wasn't there? I don't think you, you needed another one just to add to the mix. So Gary Lucy, I'm sure a lot of people probably know what Gary Lucy has been up to now because he's quite a in the UK, he's quite well known. But let's uh, let's have a quick look at what he's been up to since leaving Morford. So after finishing on the soap, Gary played Val Kildare in an episode called Deadfall from the 29th season of Casualty. <laughs> of they always course. get a casualty. I know, yeah. it's like their next thing. It's, it's like the logical step. Casualty, Holby City, Doctors. He also returned to Hollyoaks to, to reprise his role as Luke Morgan, which he told Digital Spy that now I'm back on set, it's an absolute joy. He will soon be taking a break to make a stage debut, but uh, let's just talk a little bit further into what he's been doing outside of stage and screen. So Lucy is married to actress Natasha Gray, and he has three children, his son Elvis and his two daughters, India and Sadie. He'd recently posted on social media a picture of his grandmother, Lily, in an effort to show awareness of Alzheimer's and dementia charities, because unfortunately she has those that disease. Gary was also in the papers earlier this year, having been caught on a messy night out in Liverpool. <laughs> photograph- Jesse Wallace with him? <laughs> no, sadly not. Uh, photographs showed him spending hundreds of pounds on vodka for himself and other dwellers of the nightclub. How dare he? <laughs> when when he, he was quite drunk, he was also licking their faces <laughs> and pouring drinks into their mouths and then kind of making them spit it back <laughs> into his. This happened quite soon after he rejoined Hollyoaks and then... He then decided to take a break, so I wondered if there was a bit of a. He's still in Hollywood now, though, because he was on it the other day. Because I had to watch. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it was so difficult to watch, but he was in it. Hollyoaks. Oh, <laughs> oh, did I did I catch a bit as well? Yes. There was the lady in the wheelchair. She was smuggling drugs. Yeah. And that man murdered some. I don't know what happened. Oh, it was anyway, awful. Though. This so is Gary Lucy Lucy was in it. Lucy, yes. So, as I alluded to earlier, Gary is taking a break from Hollyoaks to star in a new UK tour 
of the full Monty, having the well, star hey. role as Gaz. So if you want to see Gary Lucy with not much all on, of him on, that's it. Come he used to be in Dream Boys as well, so oh, people might he? have already seen all of him. Yeah, but if you've seen it once, you might want to see it again. Oh, yeah. Quite. All the dates, because it's a tour, obviously, uh, they've re- just announced all the dates of where they'll be going, but you can find them on the website fullmontyplay.com. Uh, you can also go to Twitter at fullmontyplay. And if you'd like to follow gary lucy you can follow him on twitter at gary underscore lucy as always you can find the links to all the productions mentioned in the show notes which just so happens to also have our twitter which is at eastenders week instagram at eastenders weekly podcast our facebook link and email eastendersweekly at gmail.com as always do get in touch it's great to hear from you and we always like to treat read your tweets or messages on the podcast and that was this week's i'm doing this now Just do this now. Back on the square, and we've got the um, big storyline. This is the big storyline. Dubbed as, by some, Sharon Week. (laughs) Dubbed by others as Sharon Gate 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Although, for Sharon Week, she wasn't really in it the first half of the week. I know. (laughs) More Keanu Week. Maybe Sharon Friday, because really Friday was her Sharon Friday special. (laughs) Two for one. (laughs) <laughs> so um we begin the week with keanu because he's obviously been beaten up from last week he won't tell his family why he's upset well he's yeah he's very frustrated because they're all pushing him as well so bernie's pushing him saying what's wrong with your eye look at your eye someone Ke- really pushes him at the end of the episode yes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> keegan keegan uh is also winding him up which i thought was a bit of a poor show and bernie laughs at him mm. for having a black eye i mean they have just gotten over a knife crime <laughs> Uh, storyline where they where they're all affected by it so to then laugh at keanu for having a black eye i thought was a bit poor taste well if you don't laugh you'll cry that's true so maybe that's how they're coping their coping mechanism in their families just have bants <laughs> bads bernie bants <laughs> that should that's be a game t- that's a oh okay like that bernie bants bernie bants hashtag <laughs> tiffany so um yeah they're being quite mean to keanu everyone's mean to keanu all the time Poor Keanu. Yes, well, he's he's not very happy, so he punches the door and storms off, mm. um, which worries Karen a little bit. Yeah, because she's Karen's... seeing his real dad in him. She is, um, and at first she thinks, well, maybe it was just a bit of a sporadic mm. phase, something that's just happened. But, but then... we learn um, quite a lot about his dad throughout this episode, um, and they do talk to each other about it in, in the end. Well, because she says how he's in, how long he's been in prison to Keegan, doesn't he? Keegan. Has always kept him to himself, but he's always kind of known that... Mm. Um, and he's dropped a few hints by accident, like a few weeks, like saying stuff about but, Keegan's dad. Yeah, Keanu's but nothing's dad. ever been picked up. But until now, where mm. he's sitting down after he visits Keanu at the garage with a bacon sandwich, because that's all Ke- Keanu eats, sandwiches. Um, well, if you want a body like Keanu's, you just eat bacon. You eat bacon sandwich and donuts. <laughs> and get other people to buy it for easy. you. And uh, Keegan kind of drops that you know he his father was a bit violent and mm. maybe maybe mum karen is worried that he's going the same yeah. way but no one's meant to know anything about his dad so he's well keanu's like... not meant to know anything about his dad karen's always mm. kept it away from keanu I think because keanu's a much more sensitive person she even says that she says if it was you keegan i'd probably tell you because you can handle things better than keanu i mean we did Poor learn sensitive keanu he's very sensitive and we did we have been learning over the past couple of weeks that it takes keanu a little bit of time to register <laughs> things well 
take the first example when he was looking for the item for Phil. Which time? The long wait. The long wait, oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, it takes a few minutes for <laughs> something to register. So imagine how overwhelmed Keanu's head is going to be. <laughs> His head would explode if he learned, knew the whole truth. So, But Karen takes it as an opportunity to pay, perhaps tell him. Mm. But They do have a chat about slowly, it. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about this chat and what was revealed because we sort of had hints that it was like she was stabbed but she said it was with a kitchen knife and that she was put into like she was in like intensive care but the kids didn't know because they were at her mum's at the time of the fight no she was back with mitch mm. at this time yeah but so the kids weren't at the house they were with her mums so that's why the kids don't know she was in hospital that's oh right i thought mitch was looking after them no oh, okay um and then she said that he had 12 years in prison and then Keegan said, oh, that means he's out then. Which she says he could be out. Yeah. But she's not she sure. She heard that he might be back inside. Mm. And um, I heard someone on Twitter say, um, could Johnny Allen be Keegan's dad? Because he was in prison. Is Johnny Allen still in prison? Oh, he died in prison. Okay. But Johnny Allen went to prison. I suppose he was out of prison at yeah. the right time. So, I know. I'm not, I just thought it was an interesting. Put it out there. Well, because Ruby's coming back. Yeah. So you think that might be the... So you find out that Ruby is Not Keanu's... Not what I think. It was someone on Twitter, but Ru- I haven't got there. So Ruby would be Keanu's brother. Ruby would be... Keanu's a sister. sister. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I've just de- yeah. changed the sex of like Ruby. half-sister. But yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like a theory that someone's husband had on Twitter. Mm. So just something to think about. It's a theory. It is. But I imagine if they're talking about Keanu's dad, I imagine he'd be alive, so they'd want to introduce him as a character to get. I think that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? Yeah. Um, But yeah, we learned quite a bit more about his dad, which is quite nice and interesting. So obviously, that's going to be a storyline in the future. And Karen's just worried that Keanu's slowly having the temper of his dad. Yes, because he's he seems to lash out. Mm. He's quite like violent when he goes for it, isn't he? Um, the the actor of Keanu, he's quite good. Well, he's, he, every time he does, he lashes out mm. and suddenly gets violent. He's, it's, it's almost, it's just a really quick, instant hothead. And then he calms, calms down. down. Yeah. If it's something like Phil, Phil, when <laughs> Phil's angry, it's a constant. Yeah. So when Phil's it's built, 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 yeah, but he's built, he doesn't need to be built up to it. It's, it's similar that he, it's a switch, but once he's hit that switch, it's, there's no stopping him. Mm. And it's a constant flat yeah, line And the, the moment Keanu, Keanu has control whether to stop, doesn't he? Keanu realizes what Just. he does straight away, mm. um, well, which we learned with Haley because <laughs> Haley, Haley, proper irritant. I mean, she was being very irritating. Yeah. I, it doesn't doesn't justify what he did, <laughs> throwing a spanner at her. No, she could go on and on and on. And well, again, she was getting a camera out, take a photo of his black eyes. Yeah, it was awful. She was taking a camera out. She was saying, "Come on, let's take a photo." You know, it's like... oh, he soon shut her up because he threw her. <laughs> <away> <laughs> shut her. But then she screamed at him. Oh, she's yeah. like, no! <laughs> I thought I love. I thought that was really good. Enough. It was like another insight into Haley because she said, "I'm not ever going to let anyone do that to me or treat me like that." Um, yes, to hit me. because at first we thought that might be then maybe she had a bit of a shady past mm. with that, but then we realised it was a yeah, friend. Yeah, that's a really hers. good scene, wasn't it? Mm. A bit later in the park where she explained. Yes, so she 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 basically explains that um, a friend of hers uh, had a boyfriend who everyone thought was a nice guy. She was laughing with him, thinking that everything was okay with friends, but as soon as he got home, mm. he be- beat her almost to death. Um, and so she said she would never ever allow anyone to do that to her yeah. and she won't she she no. fought back she's you now she's for what four or five months pregnant but she still yelled back at keanu she ain't scared is she well no yes exactly exactly but keanu again because he apologizes to Haley um by buying her flowers and she dismisses it first of all mm. um and and he you know kind of walks off says sorry with 
wells up a little bit. Mm. And that scene also we just talked about was really funny because the woman who played Haley had a really bad like cold. Oh yeah, they <laughs> obviously sounded that. like mm. really bad. Her voice had changed quite <laughs> quite notably that if she was yeah, bless her. Yeah. That was so funny. So um yeah, and then this also gets Keanu to think about it and he apologised to his mum by doing the ironing for her yes. at the house. And yes. he's like plastering the hole in the wall. The hole in the wall he so made. So handy, isn't he, Keanu? Mm. Well, he's, 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 he knows everything, doesn't he? He knows mechanics, yeah, he knows mechanics, plastering, plastering <laughs> ironing, plumbing. <laughs> he's the man of your dreams. Sharoning. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchelling. <laughs> I mean, he um, he did get a bit violent again, and this is when Karen really started to. What you could see, Karen was mm. worried that this was this, this was becoming a bit of a problem mm. now, and because Karen had admitted to <laughs> Keanu. Sorry, I just remembered um, one of the gang members, but I'll talk about them. Okay, <laughs> because Karen had admitted to Keanu uh, about her, his father, he's very conscious now that he doesn't want to be mm. uh, angry, uh, like this violent person, like his father. I mean, he referenced it to it to it a couple of times, um, or at least it's referenced in the show. The first time being when he's getting fish and chips, and he notices that one of the gang members, probably possibly Sticks, is giving like a duffel bag to this kid. He follows this kid who then breaks into the garage mm. and he starts threatening I him know. and pushes him and down. And he actually does push him into the, <laughs> into the pit. But Haley <laughs> says to him that, the you know, that guy deserved it. But you're not a violent person. Yeah. That guy deserved it. That was funny. She just told the boys, like, are you dead? <laughs> get up. Yeah, get yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was so funny. Yeah, can you get up? Like, anyone else witnessing that would, like, react, like, really worried and scared and, like, shout, like, scream at Keanu and run off. But mm. Haley's like, <laughs> you dead or what? Get yeah, up. Yeah. Come on. Get out. I mean, she's, she's a good, she's a good, she's, so she's a good right hand yeah, woman for Keanu, her my, really. in my gang. Another thing, which isn't part of the story really, but is, it was noted, um, is that Haley quite, was quite blasé with just showing off her bump this week. She, mm, she, it's difficult to hide now. It's getting bigger, isn't it? Yeah, so she told Keanu. But she told Keanu. Mm. Also, she's told Keanu, but she hasn't told other than Jean, who no. discovered, anyone <laughs> else. So. That would be very soon. It has to be because um, it's. Getting harder and harder to... Well, that's surprise. what I mean. I'm sure the fallout of that is going to be happening soon. Or at least maybe not the fallout of how she got pregnant. Mm. but uh, Or who, who got her pregnant, I should say. <laughs> I mean, at the same time as all this is happening, Phil is a bit upset with the way that Sharon is kind of babying. <laughs> Parenting, yes. Yes. And Dennis is overheard by Sharon to saying that uh, he can get away with anything he likes because Sharon will let him. His mum, you know, still treats him like a child and he knows that he can push the right buttons to get away with things. Mm. He got a new mobile phone against Phil's wishes. <laughs> and he's gotten very cocky with this because he takes a photo of Louise. <laughs> yes, in a face mask. And we know Louise has history of people recording her and taking photos of her <laughs> on a bus bus crash. She didn't yes. like that when Keegan did that. And they didn't like taking photos of her at the prom. Mm. So she's a bit, she doesn't like it. But Dennis said, doesn't matter. I'll just tell mum you're lying and she'll believe me. Yeah. And Sharon's like, look at listening behind listening the from door. from behind the door, yeah, as she does. With her new fringe. And new white trainers, <laughs> which she likes to use to strut around there. If well, she, yeah. she wants to get She's around quicker, she doesn't wear her heels anymore. She's got <laughs> white trainers. They were like brand new as well. There wasn't she still dresses to impress, <laughs> but she wears her white trainers just to trot yes. around a bit. So there's this sort of parenting storyline going on with Dennis where obviously Sharon hears that so she says to Phil, fine, we'll do it your the Mitchell way mm. and you can do some parenting. <laughs> so he takes Dennis off to the Archers and they do like, they they like f- a few chats with each other yeah. about um, how Sharon's a good mum. I mean, again, this... <laughs> 
obviously the, the the device here was to encourage this connection between Phil and Dennis mm-hmm. and to make Dennis understand that you know his mum ain't too bad she's been through a lot she's been she through a drink, lot does she well this is where it got a bit unraveled <laughs> i mean it's, there's there's a bit where he says that um you know your mum just wants the best for you does does she show up for you does she get drunk now she does get drunk <laughs> i mean he, he even says does he hide does she hide drinking because that's what her mum used to do and it's like well yes she did she did at easter she did in um, a mug in a mug she encouraged michelle to drink with her yeah but that Sharon was notably much more, <laughs> much more drunk that day. She was. Are they going to slowly turn her Cream-ageddon. into Angie? <laughs> no, I don't think they will. I think they. I think that was something they considered yeah. when they did, as I say, Creamageddon at mm. Easter. But um, I think that she's got those little bits now. of traits of Angie, hasn't she? That she's obviously picked she up has. through the years. Include well, quite including right. Including young men, including apparently. young men, including flirting with young men. But then we learn. <laughs> Again, from watching the classic episodes, that Sharon has been a bit of a dirty flirt her whole life. Mm. She's a naughty through and through, through and through. Which um, obviously they're not her blood, the, the, her parents, but she's obviously picked up the traits. Mm, well, she's been brought up by them, isn't she? Which is something. Sh- uh, again, Keanu says to Sharon later on. He says that um, I believe that you you don't. He almost says you don't inherit your traits. You get them from the mm. way you've been brought up because Sharon feels, again, maybe Keanu telling himself or hoping that for himself, mm. but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I mean, uh, just leading up to this was basically when the gang come back for Dennis because Phil stupidly leaves him to look up because he wants to finish the music box for his mum. I mean, that was ridiculous. I know. And um, Dennis had been taunting them. Yeah, before anyway. he walked in, he, he kind of put his hands up and was like, come on then, come on. And it's like, why, um, Dennis, why, Dennis? So yeah, I mean, Jagger wasn't there, but Styx was head of this gang. Styx is like the <laughs> co-captain, isn't yeah. he? So if, if Jagger's not about, then you go, you report to Styx. <laughs> and there's a new member yes. of the team. <laughs> it's like the one who I, I imagine what they did is brought her along. In case Haley was there, <laughs> like her and Haley could fight it out. Oh yeah, they could scratch each other's eyes. Uh, but yeah, there was this funny girl there. She was, without being horrible, it does sound horrible. She was a bit sloth-like. <laughs> she had, like you can imagine, like if they showed her hands, like these long nails coming over her, and she just kind of strolls yeah. forward. So she was there recording all the incident of Dennis being um, like abused. Where she kept saying, "Say cheese," yeah, millions and, of views. Yeah, well, they and, were they um, were upsetting him, weren't they, by saying it on social yeah. media? And they wanted him to come with him, but Dennis stood his ground. Kept saying no. To be fair, I to was him. pleased with Dennis at this point. So he's hard, hard Mitchell. Um, Sharon's little sort of running around the square trying to find where Dennis is. Well, because she's upset with Phil for leaving him <laughs> on his own. <laughs> Although Sharon leaves him later. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Mm. And um, also, this is when Phil obviously is a bit angry with Sharon because he, he feels like he's done, he hasn't done the right thing, but he felt like he had done yeah. the right thing. He said, why ask me to do my way of parenting yeah. if you don't like if it? If you don't like it. And also he said to her that Dennis Sr., his Dennis's biological father, mm. um, has been dead for a long time. Yeah, 12 years now. Yeah. And that now I see him as my son too. Mm. And so that was actually, that was quite a hard, this was, this was like the old soft feel like the feel we saw when he first introduced mm. to the soap. Like he was never the harder brother. It was always Grant who was like the hard one. And mm. Phil always had, had the sensitivity, which is why Peggy... From his mum. Exactly. <laughs> which is why Peggy never... F- he She always used Grant f- for the like the hard stuff, but for kind of 
talking about the father and how they both kind of were hurt by her husband and his father mm. and they always kind of bonded with that but, and peggy then also used to always use it against him he's like oh if it was your brother here he would have sorted it all out yeah. but obviously phil has hardened as time has gone on especially since grant has left mm. and since peggy's and um, since peggy's died. death and since his new liver which Sharon, which Sharon again t- uh, reminds him not to get t- too strenuous. I don't have a mobile defibrillator with me. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically what was going on. So she's going around the square trying to find Dennis. Yes. It doesn't look in the last place he was seen. Well, she says, because someone does... <laughs> but eventually she speaks to Honey and Honey's getting a bit snotty. Because um, you can see Sharon's panicked, but Honey <laughs> decides to ask her for some babysitting <laughs> at some point. No, uh, all Sharon's, Sharon actually said, yeah, that's fine, whatever. Yeah. And she like took it really offensively. <laughs> well, then she said, oh, am I disrupting, distracting you? It's like, well, yes, you are. I'm looking for my son, yeah. who's more important than your carpets. Because Honey does say that at one point. She says, <laughs> and I'm losing my carpets. Yeah, she's it's not like, happy about this. Thing. And she brings up about Jay being a sex offender. Mm. Now, poor game, Honey, mm. because you supported Jay, and now you're using it as a point to yeah. say well look what's happening to me now look i'm also, going last to... week jay said to billy honey won't want to live with me because of the sex offender and billy was like no it wasn't that it was mm. because of the drugs so, yeah but so... obviously behind everyone's yeah. back she's so snooty isn't she, she's honey? a proper snooty tooty honey anyway their son will tells sharon that he's at the garage and sharon's like no he wouldn't be he's not allowed at the of all the places he's not allowed it <laughs> on his own the garage is the one he's not allowed on his own <laughs> so she just presumed he wouldn't be there it was How... surely she knew that's where Phil took him all day. Well, I mean, I suppose Phil didn't say he's Has Sharon still been at drinking? the <laughs> Maybe. Has Sharon had a bottle of wine? And she's... That's why she's not in her heels, because she won't be able to walk. It's wondering what blocked the sink, really. That's something we forgot to mention. The whole sink scene with Keanu and Sharon. Yeah, that was before. This I was... mean, so much has gone on. Well, yes. Because the two storylines sort of interwoven with mm. each other, didn't they? Because that was when Dennis was... um. First going to the arches. Yes. And Keanu was made to go round to fix her sink. <laughs> yes. And uh, I mean, not a lot, not a lot, but a lot happened. There well, was a few looks. Yes. Lust. That's quite right. In fact, that's quite well summed up. Not a lot happened, but a lot happened. <laughs> so he unplugs uh, Sharon's sink. <laughs> he and, does. God, we're turning into Max and, and Rainey all territory. all the water um, went over him. <laughs> he, Sharon's sink gushed all over Keanu's face. her first suggestion was to take the top off Keanu. Yeah. And handed him... Handing him over a tea towel <laughs> to dry himself off, and her eyes could not look anywhere, mm. could they? She was she was dis- definitely well, trying to look away. But whose eyes could? That was a professional t-shirt takeoff shot. That was <laughs> a By, professional. Um, the way he did it was like a action movie. Oh right! I'm surprised they didn't get the um, slow motion cameras out for that. <laughs> you want the ones they yeah, used for Ronnie and yeah, Ronnie's dance party wedding? Yeah. Um, but how did she dry his t-shirt? Oh, I don't think it was ever explained. I suppose a tumble dryer. Yes, but last week she went to the laundrette. Oh, well, no, she went to the laundrette to have some shirts on. It was Denny's shirts for school. Oh. So I think so she, she was having... there for special occasions. Sp- they, were, they were being uh, specially okay. pressed by Karen Good. with her pressing machine. Presumably like to keep these back. things in check, you see. Well, who yeah. has a tumble dryer and who doesn't on the square? I mean, I think Sharon does go in there to do her laundry. Perhaps she has so much laundry. There's a lot of people in the house. It's a bit like the Slaters, I guess. Yeah, I guess. There's so many people in the house, they need to use more than one washing machine. So that was the first hint towards their up-and-coming, what should we call it, relationship. Their affair. Sharon Gate. <laughs> um, she mentions an old film from the 1970s, like it was a soft 
porn mm. film, uh, <laughs> Confessions of a Window Cleaner. Yeah. And I think she seemed a bit upset. That was quite, it was upset her a little bit that she obviously could reference this 1970s mm, film. Yeah, no clue what and Keanu about. was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and so Sharon's face kind of went from glee and excitement yeah, to, like, ah, yeah, no, actually, actually. I'm being a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a Michelle. Nice. <laughs> a bit of a Michelle. So um, this leads up to her going to the Archers finally. Just in time because Dennis is being like pushed into a car <laughs> by all these carpet. Oh yeah, the but, garage. Yeah, pit. but by this time Sharon's gone to the thing and Dennis oh, is in sorry. a car, isn't he? Yeah. With the gang. And Keanu's seen Sharon run past him yeah. um while he was waiting for Haley <laughs> to get him a drink because Haley offered to go for a drink with him in the mm-hmm. Vic. Um, free drink. Was, <laughs> free drink. She was stealing glasses from <laughs> other people. Yeah. Um so he ditched her, which was quite sad. But I'm kind of seeing Haley and Keanu. I was seeing it as like maybe they could get together, but maybe just seeing it as actually just a guy and a girl who could be friends. No, but Haley wants them to get together. Mm, I know, but like, Haley's that'd be quite nice because people are never just friends, like a girl and a, a male and a female. Yeah, so that'd yeah. be quite nice if they were just actually, they just thought, oh, actually, let's just be mates. Billy and Honey are just friends. <laughs> well, for the foreseeable future. Mm, not in Billy's eyes. No. So um, this is when <laughs> Sharon lets off her full steam. She's shouting at the people in the car. <laughs> yes, right. Now, She's this gonna scene, break someone's face. I love. <laughs> <laughs> I loved this scene actually. I, I really did. Um, she only comes running in to help. Yeah. So Sticks and Jagger are in the car pushing Dennis. Dennis in, and Keanu pulls one out. He always does is clench his fist at his face, and the guy runs off. So Keanu's not punched anyone, and uh, he tries to pull Dennis out, and almost like a tug of war, they're kind of struggling mm. with one another to get Dennis. Poor old Dennis's arms must be like five feet long by the end of this. And uh, in the meantime, Sharon, shouting at the top of her voice with a spanner in her hand, oh, no. is like, come on, then, come Don't on. Don't mess with me and my kids. Don't mess with me and my kids. I'm going to yeah. smash your face in. That's the Sharon we've been waiting for for a while. Now, I mean... We don't, after Dennis is saved and she throws, again, a brilliant throw. Um, I know, she of, really throws it into the, the car. Hits the bonnet of the car. Yeah. Good job. They throw a can at her. They throw a can <laughs> but it doesn't hit Sharon. <laughs> I know. She, she dodges it. She always has to be the She's one. Nifty. She always has to be the winner. Um, and there's a really, again, a really well produced scene, I feel, that when Sharon's having a go at Dennis. Because Dennis is dismissing it again. Dennis is like, oh, whatever. Oh, he tells her to shut up. Yeah, he's like, oh, shut up, mum. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> like um no so yeah. she says some really quite harsh stuff to him <laughs> um for for eastender standards mm. she really went off on him she calls him ungrateful sports sod <laughs> and then she says she's had enough of his crap yeah well but then makes the grave mistake oh well yeah this is silly because he's literally just been nearly kidnapped, kidnapped yeah in front of her <laughs> and beaten twice mm. and she just goes now you go straight home. yeah 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 Go back home now. Well, I suppose because of the yelling she gave him, she knows that she's so he's she's scared him that he will just go straight home. I, I don't think guess. Dennis will had any doubt of going straight home, no. but it did. But have, he could have like they could be waiting around the corner still. Exactly, they would have just driven round the corner, or they could have mm. just done a big circle. Yeah, anything could have happened to Dennis on his route. But well, alas, she had other things on her mind. She did, and uh, Dennis Boy did get vest. home. <laughs> well, he'd um fixed. Um, Sharon's box as well. <laughs> he did. Well, he fixed it earlier. Well, he was just kind of just fine tuning yeah. it, wasn't he, while he was waiting? And um, <laughs> Sharon's box just made me laugh. Sorry, <laughs> I was going to say. And we go back to the scene of Keanu and Sharon not fixing her box. <laughs> is what I was going to say. Right. Um, but they have like quite a little scene, and she sort of opens up to Keanu. 
Yeah. And she even mentions how she could never she mentions Peggy um in a line saying how she can never keep up with Peggy to Phil, which I thought was a strange line. No, I didn't. Actually, I wrote this down too. Yeah. And I is she if if you think about it, this was the second person in to who'd spoken to Keanu about how they feel like they can never live up to Phil's standards. Mm. Dennis said it last week and Keanu kind of felt sorry for him so then stuck up for him and supported him so this week Sharon said the exact same thing saying he she can never be Peggy she can never live up to the standards that Phil mm. wants her to have and again Keanu feels sorry for her which obviously leads to then him comforting her <laughs> by touch of the hand touch of the hand and gives her a quick peck on the cheek <laughs> and um, even though he just made a cup of tea for both of them he then li- leaves <laughs> he then leaves yeah. the uh, archers I mean, and this overwhelms Sharon a little bit, doesn't it? I know she doesn't have one of her like looks and her smiles, and she can't quite believe it. Well, she's she's is, she, it, is it just the fact that someone's finally paying her attention? But this is it. A few weeks it? ago, isn't it? She said that she used to have to fight men off left, right, and centre <laughs> to Linda, which is what we said last week. And this week, she's um now getting that attention. Mm. So I think yeah, you're right. I think she, because I think she ultimately always wants. She does love Phil, but. I think this attention is getting her, as you would put it, overwhelmed. Her, her box filled, <laughs> her box of emotion. Getting her music box playing. She's getting, yeah, getting her ballerina twirling. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm assuming we're now into an affair storyline. Not just yet. Just yet. Yeah, but, but it's getting there. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. I, I, I wonder if we're going to have Keanu and Haley hook up and then have Sharon looking a bit jealous and but every now and then Keanu always goes to Sharon when she sees that she's in need mm. and so he's having this relationship maybe he's going to have his cake and eat it have Haley and <laughs> Sharon double portion yeah <laughs> maybe I mean or is it going to be like a storyline where like Sharon thinks he's interested but he's just being nice and it turns out that she's see like, I think Keanu made of a fool of or I think she will always be afraid I think that's going to be uh one of the kind of under... Like whether she's seeing something that's not actually there and then yeah. she tries it on with Keanu and he's like, what are you doing? I think you've, I think you've hit Maybe. the nail on the head that she's going to always think that he's not interested. Mm. But I think that I think he is interested. <laughs> but I think he also feels he's... I think he's almost... It sounds a bit bad for poor old Haley, but I think he feels a little bit obliged to kind of put Haley mm. under his wing as well. He always feels obliged to do something, doesn't yeah. he? So perhaps again, he'll feel obliged to help Sharon, which would lead to... But anyway, we'll see who will make the first move now. Will Sharon move <laughs> forward to Keanu? I want her to phone Michelle. Or for advice of yes, how to get a younger lad. <laughs> talk to Michelle. I think she needs a little chat with Michelle. She needs to come back just for a Skype call cameo. Oh, I'd like that. Yeah, why not? Just to discuss this because it's quite similar situations. Mm. But um, just going over onto Twitter for a few comments. Anika says, Sharon looking for Dennis everywhere except where he was last. No, oh, Anika's correct. Yes. I don't know. I don't quite no know. One. Like the writers kind of explained <laughs> that by saying that he would never be at the Archers on his own. But honestly, that would be the first place you'd look. Um, Demley just says, "Why is Sharon wearing a miniskirt?" <laughs> but it's because that's what I mean. She she was just proper dressed up, <laughs> and then she had a little white trainer. It was on. a miniskirt as well. Like, it was really short, wasn't it? When she threw the spanner and she lifted her leg up, you can nearly see everything. Her box, <laughs> her music box, Bovary C. She's back again. Oh, yeah, Bovary. She said, Phil told Sharon where he last saw Denny. Phil even gave her a heads up that morning and said they were going to the Archers. Why didn't she check there first? So, 
and <laughs> this is Nick, the main topic of I know, conversation. <laughs> it was. And Nick said, I can see this being all in Sharon's head and she is making it up and gonna make a fool of herself. Well so I, there's that mm, possibility, but I don't think it's I, mm, she will feel I again, ultimately I think she'll feel that she's been humiliated and um or she felt like she's been a fool. Mm. Especially um, the hard time she gave Michelle when she gave her a slap. But then Michelle was sleep she was with a guy who was He wasn't underage though. Yeah, but he's because it was in America. So our next topic of debate, which is my least favorite couple on the square, mm. Jack and Mel, they're yes. on and off again, just basically on and off again all week again. They're, they're, yeah, so well, they're, they're, because as we mentioned earlier, um, Rainy and Max have been showing off, saying how much sex they're having recently. <laughs> Mel's feeling a bit jealous. Um, and so asks Jack to come over and have some warmed up, <laughs> warmed up food from last <laughs> night uh, over a romantic bottle mm. of white and a candle. And they're basically throughout the week. They're just the kids are getting in the way is basically what the storyline is. It's basically Mel doesn't want to start a family again. She doesn't mm. want to have a young family again. She's done it once with Hunter. She did it on her own. <laughs> done it once. She done it, yeah, she's made done a it really once. bad job of it. But she doesn't know that. She thinks Hunter's like yeah, the true. sun beams out of his bum. And um, Amy's sort of asking her questions like, are you going to be my new mummy and stuff? Yeah. And she doesn't think it's fair in case the relationship doesn't go where it mm. should be going. Um, but it's just a lot of... Ugh. Yeah. Like they just keep breaking up and then someone's mad and then the next day Jack's mad at Mel. <laughs> and then she takes him to the Vic and then she's mad at him and it's just like for God's mm. sake. It's just a constant, isn't it? So it's that's going basic, back... basically summing up that's what it is. And then we we have that interesting bit towards the end of the week with Hunter um is involved because the restaurant is opening. <laughs> well, first of all, Mel does break up with Jack because she she doesn't want to be uh, uh, with him because of the kids and this confuses Jack and Jack says that maybe the kids are going to be in the way but you have to understand that this was part of the deal when you first got together which it was part of the deal Mm. so I don't know what's happened between now and when Mel first decided to kind of push away his affections that's made her now suddenly become scared again I mean I suppose Amy saying you my new mummy is a bit weird and terrifying (laughs) but um, that's what Amy is but yeah, basically, yeah, that's Amy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just I don't know. But then Jack gets really angry, as you say, it's on off, on off. And Jack, first of it's all, it's not Mel's the best relationship. It's quite a new relationship, and they've been broken up about five times. Well, because none that because they both want different things. Yeah. And Jack even at one point says like, "Oh, I never thought I'd fall in love again since um, you know, since Ronnie died." And it's like, well, I don't think you have fallen in love now. I think mm. you just lust over Mel, and you like the hide- idea of having this kind of prize on your arm mm. because that's all jack is at the end of the day jack is the, this alpha male who wants and i don't think he likes that mel is a very strong independent woman i think that he will always try to be the 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 man of the relationship mm. and that's the trouble isn't it he's mm. although ronnie was quite a strong woman but their relationship was a bit she was strong when well. she was first introduced but she again her character weakened and yeah. weakened and weakened um and she made so many silly mistakes that i think in jack's head he was always you know, the better person mm. but at the end of it. Uh, while Mel hasn't been in the soap quite long enough to show any... <laughs> well, yeah. as, she was in it before, but then she's come back, so almost the slate has been cl- wiped clean. Mm. And so now... Clean slate. Clean slater. So, you know, it's the opportunity for her to be this new character again. Mm. But she's being, as you quite rightly said, she's being basically outplayed as usual by her son, Hunter. Because mm. um, they then make up again and then they want to go to the restaurant 
but that doesn't work out because of the kids. Mm. So he says, "Oh, we I can have a takeaway if that's okay, Mel." She's like, "I don't mind." Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind. I've suddenly quite like having kids again. <laughs> yeah. We quick note: we should um ha- give a heads up also to the brand new Ricky. Oh yeah, he's been swapped. Yeah, which is nice. Which means maybe Ricky will have a storyline soon. You never know. All they need to do is bring back the old Sam, the old slash new Sam, the second Sam, <laughs> the second Sam. Yeah, not the not the Westbrook one. Yes, bring she, back her. Yeah, they should bring her back. She's I liked great. her a lot. Um, so yeah, new Ricky. That's fun for everyone. Um, so yeah, they have this problem where they can't babysit, and Hunter says, "I'll babysit. I don't mind." Jack and he's acting all nice to Jack now, even though they have this rivalry. So Jack takes their first chance of that and goes. Of course he does, because again, it's it's because kids mean everything. Yeah, kids mean everything to Jack, apart from when he wants to get his lay. <laughs> he needs to keep up with his brother, doesn't he? He does. It's a competition. <laughs> so um, Hunter just leaves them in the lounge, watching a film, and closes the door on them, and mm. sits on the stairs, and he gives a phone call to Ray. Yes, and Excuse sort of Ray. says to Ray, "I know you're over Mel now and stuff, but." Um, she's got a new boyfriend, Jack, and he wants me to call him dad. Yeah. And, and that he, seems to upset Ray on the phone. He also says, like, and oh, no, I really like Jack. He's a real sound guy. He's yeah. an ex-police officer. Yeah. He's really cool. So um, obviously that's annoyed Ray. Yes. That someone's muscling in on Hunter, which we all know Ray is coming to the square soon. Yes. I'm assuming for the launch <laughs> of is going to be his first episode. Wolf of East. So... It's finally happening. Mm. Yeah. Do you reckon he's going to come with Jane? Because you mentioned on Twitter that you wouldn't mind a Jane and Ray relationship. Not come together. Because (laughs) with Ian's storyline, that's basically his whole storyline this week, is Masood had texted Jane or phoned or told Jane about the invited her to the restaurant opening. She phones Ian and he answers. Yes. So it's nice that he answered the phone to Jane this time. Well, true, true. <laughs> but he was very upset with Mass because he's invited her because he's obviously trying to get Mel. Yeah, which um, is just another topic for another day. Yes, I mean. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I'd hope Jane does turn up. Mm. I Maybe mean, Ray turns up, two singletons. Every, you know, obviously Jane hasn't been announced to turning up, but this wouldn't be the f- her first rodeo no, of just exactly. turning up unexpectedly. I mean, the only other thing is that he could maybe turn up with his new girlfriend, Ruby. Oh. Maybe. I never thought of that. But it would be quite it'd be quite funny if he turned up and Jane did that. Like mm. just to annoy Ian. Because <laughs> Ian's obviously trying to get Mel. I mean, poor Jane. She still hasn't had her. I don't know place why Ian sun, is she? so angry that Jane's been called. She, she just to left, to didn't she? They were meant to be going away on their plans and then Max interfered and then she just left. They must they must have talked. They must be scenes they haven't shown us of them actually talking. No, because she's only just so... messaged Masood. Yeah. She just messaged Masood. But you think that again, why did Masood keep that quiet? Why didn't he say, Oh, I spoke to I know. Ian today? Well, I spoke to Jane keeps today. things to himself, didn't mm. he? So um that's something to look forward to, yeah. Should we just quickly also talk about the Carmel? Having uh, basically, she only had a very quick scene in the pub where she opened Shaquille's AS level results. She did. And he reveals that he got an A in physical education. <laughs> Yay. I mean, he wanted to. Is it I know, you would have thought it would be in music. music. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe. So, I don't know. So maybe they'll come in another letter. <laughs> maybe. So they raised a glass to Shaquille as they one, did. probably one last nod. I was now. quite upset that Kush or Denise weren't there, though. Yeah, that made no sense. Like, Kush and Denise should have been that there. That was silly. Like yeah. her best friend, Denise, and her son. Kim was there. Yeah, Masood was Denise there. wasn't there. Billy and Honey. But yeah, you know, this. I think Billy. that was one last nod. Yeah. To, to Shaquille's legacy to Shaquille's his A-levels. Yes, his AS levels. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm no. picking, but it was an AS level. <laughs> right. Let's so, do a game then. Okay. 
Right, so it's my turn, obviously, this week. And I've brought back Martin Fowler's Five a Day. We do like this game. Never so, left, did it? <laughs> so anyone who's new to the show, just to quickly go over the rules, I will ask Ben a question. And he must list five answers that relate to that question. And he has to answer uh, as many as he can, oh, those five answers in 30 seconds. He must pause after every answer he gives for me to tell him if he's right or wrong. However, <laughs> after uh, the debacle to... Two episodes ago where um, I was explaining too many of the answer whilst he was giving the answers. I will just say yes or no and then we'll go back to Good. them later. Wasting okay. my time. I know. I would never dream of doing that. Right. So here we go. This week's question. So dogs are a man's best friend and on the square they are part of the landscape and they have been from the very beginning. But how many dogs can you remember have been in EastEnders? <laughs> God. <laughs> So in 30 seconds, can you name five dogs that have been in EastEnders? They must have been in the soap for longer than a day. <coughs> because there was one that... Was there? There was one that died after a day. So uh, we won't accept that one. And plus, I couldn't find any information on it. So, so yeah, in 30 seconds, you must name five dogs that have appeared in EastEnders from <laughs> 1985 all the way to the present day. So all the way up until yesterday. Okay. Okay. You just made me think of one, so that's good. Good. Right, so if you're ready, your time starts now. Okay, I don't know if this is one. Rolly? <laughs> yes, Rolly. Oh, next one. Good. Willy? Willy, yes. Princess Di? No. Princess Diana? No. Lady Di? Correct. Wellard? Yes. Wellard too. No. There was a second Wellard? No. <laughs> no, not Gus accepting it. Oh, I don't know any others. Um, Betty. Yeah, there is one called Betty. Oh, is there? Yes. <laughs> well Ooh. done. That was a well good done. guess. Now, I'm. Gus had a Wellard. I don't think they called it Wellard 2. Was it though? the same Wellard? I Couldn't think be. it's it the same Wellard. I think he long. inherited it. Oh, I don't care. I won. So that's good. Well done. Yes, this is the first. I think this is the first time. No, you've Not won the before. first time ever. <laughs> the first time in recent history that I've won. Let me quickly go through the answers. I don't um, know who Betty is. Well, that was a guess <laughs> <laughs> if in doubt betty <laughs> so um roly was owned by sharon watts from 1985 to 1993 willie was owned by ethel from 1985 to 1992 albert was owned by pauline fowler in 1986 she found it in the laundry it was a lost dog she took it home and lou told her she couldn't keep it so it had to be adopted out heathcliff Heathcliff was owned by Graham Clark from 1987 to 1988. Snoopy, who was then, <laughs> who was then later renamed Willie Two, was owned by <laughs> Ethel, but then was inherited by the Mitchell brothers. We don't have dates for that, I'm afraid. Frida mm -hmm. was owned by Grant Mitchell and Nigel Bates in 1993 to 1999. That was part of a plot where they bought a greyhound to win money, but it wasn't very good at it. A bit like Santa's Little Helper oh. in The Simpsons. Wellard uh, was owned by Robbie Jackson and Gus from 1994 to 2008. <laughs> Terence. 1994 to 2008. <laughs> so there must be two Wellards. Yes, yeah, but there was That's never... a long life for one. It was always one Wellard, though. Okay. It's the longest serving dog in EastEnders. <laughs> Terence was owned by Janine Butcher and Terry Raymond, then later Billy Mitchell, and then after that, Pat Evans from 2001 to 2008. Genghis was owned by the Miller family from 2004 to 2008. Betty was Pauline Fowler's dog. Oh. Remember Betty was with her when she died? Oh, yeah. Square, the little um, thing he Licking her face and going, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so it was later inherited by Martin Fowler and Sonia Jackson from 2004 to Where 2007. Where is he now? I don't know. In a boot, crushed somewhere. <laughs> Chips was owned by the Bill family in 2006, 2007. 
Um, he went missing after Steve and Bill left the gate open. Mm. I know that Abby had one, but I don't know the name. We're getting there. Dalagesh was owned by Jack Edwards in 2006. Albert, which was the second Albert, but he was never called Albert too. He was just called Albert, was owned by Roxy Mitchell from 2007-2009. Sugar, who had various owners, <laughs> was in 2009. Now, this is an interesting one. Sugar was murdered by Lucas because Sugar, this is genuine, Sugar was the only witness to him burying Owen Turner's body. So <laughs> in case Sugar was able to tell like the police... Black mirror. It, yeah, it is. Gumbo was owned by Bradley Branning in 2009. Tramp was Abby Branning's oh, yeah. dog from 2013 to 2015. And then the two that are still here today is Lady Di, not, not Princess yeah, Di, it. Lady Di, Carter Family, 2013 to present, and Bronson, oh, yeah, who course. has later been recast he has. from 2017 to present. So how did you guys get on? I hope you got a few more than Ben, who struggled to get five. I got five, <laughs> and that was the rules. <laughs> so. uh, and that was Martin Fowler's Five a Day. Another win for me. <laughs> we were keeping record. Make that too. <laughs> yeah, we were keeping record of them, but I lost that sheet, so we kind of just... It's very difficult. It's tough. So we're going to do the poll of the week then. Yes, so as always, the poll of the week is put up on Monday's episode when it's broadcast in the UK uh, on our Twitter. This week we asked, this week Sharon successfully draws Keanu's attention with her plumbing problems. So what could Haley do to gain his affections back? <laughs> Uh, the answers or alternative answers you could have said was uh, say, <laughs> say, all right, cheerfully. All right. Excellent. Buy him a new hat because obviously she used it to smear <laughs> some bird poo. Polish his tools. Not a euphemism <laughs> and knock or knock him down in a cab. <laughs> so all feasible, you know, polish his tools answers. Is that what you think? Yeah. You always get the second most popular one. Mm. So I didn't yes. vote this week, actually. Oh. I you should have voted and could have, you know, lent the poll yeah. a little bit one way. So the most popular answer was say all right cheerfully. Which <laughs> That's I keeping thought, in character. I know. I thought that was quite a nice one as well. Normally people go for the most abstract. <laughs> Hit him with a cab. Yeah. yeah. Uh, polish his tools was second. Knock him down with a cab was third. And final with 12% was buy him a new hat. No one wants him to have a new hat. No. I mean, I've never seen... It was seen... a horrible hat, to be fair. It was a bit of a basic hat. And also he doesn't need a hat. No. He's fine without a hat. He's not got, got his... hair to tuck in or anything <laughs> like that, has he? He's got his perfectly shaped head. Let it all out. Sharon loves it, sh a shaved head. Sharon does. She's she always gone for them, hasn't she? She likes to rub it, feel the uh, coarseness on her hair. She's gone through Grant, Phil, and now Keanu. Oh, that's true, yeah. isn't it? She likes She's the got a type. Yeah. She Dennis really... had hair, but. Dennis had quite lust lustrous hair, didn't mm. she? Didn't he? That was like... a bit different for her. Mm. And that's the one she truly loved, mm. really. Dennis was her one. <laughs> It's always the one that's different. Can you imagine if Sharon and Keanu get together and she makes him grow his hair out? <laughs> that's a story. I mean, is there pictures online of him with hair? Yeah, he used to have hair when he was in Benidorm. Oh, he looks it? really weird. He looks like a Thunderbird's puppet with hair. <laughs> I can't imagine him with hair. Wait, everyone has to look it up. So, um, as always, you can always uh, find our poll of the week, as I say, as monday's episode is broadcast in the uk we also live tweet during eastenders as it's broadcast in the uk on a monday tuesday thursday and friday and we do and i also have to say yes eastenders official have been liking and commenting to us yes so. you've been enjoying that haven't you <laughs> hello eastenders <laughs> yes hello at eastenders i'm glad we've uh, been acknowledged <laughs> yes we're we're here so you can find us if you want to comment or like or retweet any of our tweets you can find us on twitter at eastenders week you can also find us on instagram at eastenders weekly podcast uh, you can find us on facebook if you just search eastenders weekly you can also email us 
eastendersweekly at gmail.com. Obviously, as we said before, you can we like to receive your comments, your tweets, and we always try to read them out on the show if we can. And we also like to say hello to our listeners too. It's great to hear back from you guys and hearing any kind of feedback of what you guys are enjoying mm. and so forth. Wonderful. It is. It is. Um, I just wanted to double check. You're um, going out in a few minutes, aren't you? Yes, I'm off to the shops. Okay, cool. It's just that I've um, got a mechanic coming over to fix my plumbing. 